Hi folks, Jason here. Just wanted to have a quick disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. We apologize. We had a recording issue late last night as we were recording, and uh, the end of the episode became a little unusable, so unfortunately this week you're going to have to do without the Restoros of Westeros. I know it's killing you. You wanted to know what's happening out there in the Restoros of Westeros, but uh, unfortunately that's going to have to wait until next week. So if the episode fades out a little earlier than you expect, in like it would normally would, and didn't hear us uh, giving you a lovely send-off at the end, that's why. So we apologize. Apologize, and uh, we're going to see you next week for the big finale. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold Hodor who? Oh, man, this man. is all about the Battle of the Bastards. Hi, I'm Mike McCafferty. I'm Kim Miller. <laughs> and I'm Jason McCarris. And you are listening to Hodor Cast. We are well-timed. We are well-timed. Like a, a finely oiled machine. And we have just gotten done watching. I watched it the second time, Battle of the Bastards, which is... As did Kim, right? You watched twice? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm at a loss. Cool. I've only seen it once so far. Yeah. Oh, God. But uh, it was great. It's second place in me for Hard Home. I think Hard Home is still Hard Home's, yeah, for me, is still so intense uh, and supernatural that yeah, there's yeah. something about it that's a little more scary to that, me. Than, that feeling of, of doom kind of... Not to take in. anything away from this episode because this was a great battle episode. was amazing. Yeah. It was almost all battle. I mean, yeah. first of all, you've got two battles for one. Yeah, yeah. you got Marine and right. uh, uh, Winterfell. Yeah. Dragons oh. flying around, you know, oh. burning oh. people. Dragons. Oh, I'm so and the dragon scene, so happy. Yeah. yeah. We know now why the last three episodes have been pretty dry and pretty... There's been a lot of theater... Mm-hmm. Because they're saving all their money for this episode. Which Mike had a to... comment that they were going to stop the battle at a certain point and just reenact the rest with the Westerosian <laughs> players. The Bravos players. <laughs> oh, kindly sir and ladies, uh, recount the tale of Winterfell between the Battle of the Bastards. <laughs> What's that, kindly sir? Look, a dragon. And a fart. All right. All right, so... So this is a great episode. This is what we've been waiting for. It's our Super Bowl. Absolutely. Uh, very excited. It's Father's Day. Um, also, and not to take anything away from what you were just saying, because I totally agree. I, I feel like part of the reason maybe we didn't get that kind of stuff, like you're saying, they they had to be planning this episode for since day one oh, when yeah. they started and, and yeah. dedicated so much time because well, there was so much incredible yeah. visual effects going on through this entire episode, it, it like was, more than any show in the history of television. I think if you look at like any movie, yeah. like, like a movie, this like uh, like. Captain America Civil War, the amount of action is probably right. uh, comparable because you don't have 80 horses in Captain America. Right. <laughs> so I, I, you, we can excuse them for three episodes, not only where they're saving you know, locations and, and writing, but also money. I mean, yeah. this had to cost 30 or $40 million. They say yeah. they, they spend $10 million per episode. Million. Well, they say they spend but $10 million, $10 million per an episode, right? Yeah, they said this, this was a $100 million season. They said $10 million an episode. I can imagine they spent like two or three per these last couple of episodes, yeah. and then they just went for it in this one, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, about, about very, right. very happy about it. <laughs> Kim's Kim, shaking her Kim's head. shaking her head. Well, you've got some <laughs> dissenting opinions. Is that from a financial standpoint? <laughs> no. Oh, the fools. No. I'm not. <laughs> and we've lost the doctor. <laughs> Say that again, what? Kim. You, you, you froze yeah. up a little bit. You're, yeah. you're, 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 uh, Thomas' oh, Wi-Fi is was... suspect. Little... <laughs> you. you know, I said I just thrilled with every second of it. It was oh, oh my god, the battle scene. It reminded me a little bit of the hard home battle with that, you know, 
right behind John as he's fighting his way through. Right. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Yeah. All right. So let's let's back it up and let's start from the beginning, shall we? Let's let's you know. Die. First thing we saw was the. Uh... The uh, cannonballs of sort they were like kind the, of, the yeah. laughing fireballs. Yes, laughing fireballs. If you watch it with subtitles, on, which I I wholeheartedly disagree with, but if you watch the previously on, yeah, during the previously on where they showed highlights <laughs> of the previous episodes, instead of launching fireballs, which was one of the sound cues right. they had, they had laughing, laughing fireballs. Which we're going to post <laughs> that on Twitter when this is done. <laughs> That'll be our new signature catchphrase. Yeah, laughing la- la- fireballs. Laughing fireballs. I mean, they could have been mocking fireballs, but I mean, yeah. it was, it, I mean, they also had resonating blades in there. Yeah. They had horses nickering. Nickering, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they meant neighing, probably. Yeah. Well, I don't. I bet you nickering's a word. Maybe look, it could look, be. I mean, uh, like, it's a word. I hope, oh well, uh, I didn't realize we were with an equestrian. <laughs> oh, I am the horsemaster. <laughs> Your name, horsemaster. <laughs> All right, so so we start out in marine being shelled by laughing fireballs. Yes, and we pick up right where we had with Khaleesi and uh, Taiwan. Oh. Tyrion, Tyrion. Tyrion. <laughs> with Tywin dead, his corpse was resurrected. Why, like, why do they? Why do they insist on having Tywin and Tyrion and Roose and Ramsay? Like, just like and Sauron. Reese. Don't forget Reese and Reese and Sauron and uh, Tyrell and Mar. Ty- Tyrell and, and who? Artel. Oh yes. Oh yeah, Artel. Yeah, exactly. Mattel. Yes. Um, and Dorian of Dorn. Dorian of Dorn. It just it's just it's Thanks sloppy writing. It's it's R. R. Martin Rogo the Dragon. Yeah. You know when whenever Rogo. I write, I write everything alphabetically so my first character is named with an A and then the second character has a B in it because when you type and it does the smart type uh-huh. where like like Range. You, autofills. Yeah, autofills. Like I don't want to have to go through the the uh, pain of, of yeah of doing like you right. know like it was you know, like Burton Barry I don't it's, yeah. no it's you know so that's that's a little a little Andrew. clue there for you guys yeah. and for R. R. Martin for yeah. a lot of Andrews a lot of Andrews yeah. yeah no there's no Andrews yeah we have well, well yeah that's Andy yeah, hey, yeah, Andy. yeah there's a lot of yeah. This isn't, this isn't. I just want to talk about the most Star exciting Trek. episode of the season so far, and you're talking about typing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. the most important part of Game of Thrones is typing. All right, so please listen to our Microsoft Word podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Clippy, the little clip icon there. Want to know more about the Lannisters? Click here. All right, so so they're being attacked, and we have a scene with Daenerys and, and Tyrion. Tyrion. Thank you. Yes. And she's questioning, so, so what's, what's oh. been going on since I've been gone now that I'm coming back and the place yeah. is under attack? And, Her expression. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like being caught, like, like when the boss, like, everything's been going good, and as soon as things go to hell, the boss shows up. It's like, oh, God, yeah, you know, five minutes ago, everything was going great. Yeah. Um, and he shows up. Yeah. She shows up, so. Right. So they, uh, they're uh, brought in front of the trio of masters, who's apparently... These are the three who are commanding this right. attack on the, the city. But the, there's an interesting there's an interesting exchange because obviously um, uh, um, <laughs> here they come here, the here they come here come the hounds the hounds have been released the maester um, the, the Chrissy stir is here Chrissy McCarris has just walked there with a dog maybe eating a me beast. I'm not sure <laughs> um, the dragons Chrissy what did you think of the episode Oh it was amazing There we are the, the end. end scene Yeah. <laughs> But no, there, there's an interesting thing where where um, Tyrion just could have been called out for being bad at what he was doing, but he he is again stepping into his his destiny of being his being the hand mm-hmm. for Daenerys. Mm-hmm. He's able to talk her not only out of like throwing him out of the pyramid, right? But, but then all, he made the right decision. 
that he made the right decision, but also how to deal with the masters. Because sure. she was just going to go like to um, level them yeah. until there was the, dust the, yeah. in the cities. Yeah. What are the cities, Kim? These do the dirt. Return their cities do the dirt. Yeah, do the dirt. All right. So then, Kim, where do we go to next? Well, we we didn't finish oh, out what oh, happened there oh, with the right. you had the, the three oh, no. masters. I'm sorry, Kim. Do you want to finish that? We're turning this over to Kim a little bit oh, this yes. time. Kim cast. What? I wasn't ready. <laughs> Jason is one who has extensive notes. <laughs> so I, I I was saying the the, the three masters uh, were out in front of the city and they were uh, uh, they were coming to terms of surrender. Right, right. They right. wanted they wanted um, Khaleesi and Tyrion to surrender and right. walk walk home. They, but they were. It was very important. They were going to enslave the people. They were going to take the translator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Woman. Take back the unsullied. You take back yeah. the unsullied. When, yeah. And they basically said Grey Worm and uh, right. uh, what's her name? I'm blanking right now. Missandei. Missandei. Thank you, Missandei. Uh, and yeah, so the, the, everything was going to go back to the way it was, and they were right. most importantly they were going to kill the dragons that were being slaughtered. The dragons. Oh. Yeah. Now here's here's a tip now that we're seeing more and more because you know R. R. Martin has basically kind of he's no longer you know creating the content is that this is kind of an old um, writing trick and in, in, you know it's like we're going to do all this stuff and there's nothing you can do about it and then everything gets turned on its ear yeah. like oh you did something about it so yeah. we're going to be seeing a lot more of that yeah because that's exactly what they like you get these threats like oh man they're so they're so evil and then right. in in the in the background Kim what do we see Kim oh approaching <laughs> she's putting her hair cut up right her, now cut her off guard now, Kim, we, we are seating control we, to you. Do you this. realize we're doing a podcast here, Kim? I'm not, not quite sure. <laughs> I'm listening to every Oh, word. you're listening. Uh, she's you're a listening. podcast listener? Yeah, she's a yeah. first-time listener, long-time caster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Kim, uh, we want to turn the – see, Kim has had some, some beef recently with these podcasts and the respect that, that – Oh, I thought you actually had beef for dinner. Well, she might have. Oh. I don't know. Ask, ask Thomas. He's a cook. He's a yeah, chef. Good, good. She's at her friend Thomas's place tonight. He was a chef. And and her her conviction. Oh, and Thomas there is, is right there. Hey, see Thomas. him on camera now. Hey, what Thomas. Do you see him? Yeah. Oh, oh. Chrissy, say hi to Thomas. Hey, oh. Thomas. This is good podcasting right here. Come over so, here. Get a so we're so, so right now. Chrissy McCarris is being special uh, guest. Thomas, special guest. Chrissy. Hiding. Oh, oh, he's, oh he's hiding. hiding. Okay. Oh no, here he is. He's hiding right next to you. He's sitting. There's Thomas. All right. So. So to get back to this, uh, Kim's had this beef with us because we are uh, we are men and we've taken control of this podcast, much like the men of Westeros have. Really? I wasn't aware. Well, that was, what, I, one, I wasn't I aware that we were men that. or that we were doing a podcast. Well, now hold on. See, because Kim's always far away. Yes. And her internet connection is terrible. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we have a hard time hearing her. And True. And we, kind of, we kind of roll over her. So, at times, yes. At times. So in this scene... Like, you know, as we're going to see later on with Yana or Yara, 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 women are ruling. It's true. This is women ruled and men drooled in this episode. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, you jumped ahead. We're still in the scene where uh, the dragons make their appearance. Exactly. But take it away for you to tell us about it. Oh, yeah. There's this great shot where you see the representative who was the guy who rounded up the fighters for the fighting pits in, in the far distance. See this distinctive flapping motion. Oh my god! I got so excited when I saw that. <laughs> so, yes. so that guy was actually from the uh, the fighting pits. I didn't recognize him. Did you recognize He's him? He's the one who bought Sir Jorah. Oh, yeah. okay. Good, yeah. good call, Doctor. That's why we have Kim here. 
<laughs> I've seen every episode multiple times. <laughs> the guy on the uh, left side was. Yeah, of those three guys. I know the guy from Yunkai and okay. the Fighting Fits guy, but who's that third guy? Looks like Kenny Loggins or something. It was Kenny Loggins. Yeah, yeah. it was Kenny Loggins. <laughs> <laughs> He's cutting foot loose. Yeah, <laughs> cutting throat loose. That's what's going on. Cut throat loose. Oh, oh. <laughs> Wait, so Kenny Loggins was the one who survived? No. No. Oh, okay. He's the one. one He's the fighting pit guy. Oh, okay. I don't He's fighting pit guy. Gotcha. All right, so this is all going very I, well. Right. Kim, we're taking <laughs> oh, back control. All right, this, we, we're, we're the slavers here. We're taking back control. All right, so so we have that scene, and then the, the, one of the best scenes ever is the dragon shows in the background, comes in the foreground. She she mounts the dragon, right. and then we finally get to see what dragons can really do. Yeah. Oh. And how much oh. control she actually has over them at this point, because yeah. it was a little, you know, wasn't so cut and dry before. It was pretty rough. Yeah, in that Coliseum last year, I mean, like, you know, she had kind of control over him, but then he just kind of took off. He was still a teenager. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. yeah, he was a little, you know, hormonal, bratty. And, and not super effective, because really, he kind of got taken down by, you know, a bunch of Coliseum dudes. Mm-hmm. But this time... <laughs> Oh, well, I'm very happy to see the other two dragons bust out yeah. of their underground, apparently not underground, cage. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are their I names, know what Kim? Do I thought that names? was just part of the attack. And I realized, oh, finally, it's been months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so so all three of the dragons. Two of them were quite smaller than the, the yeah. third because they haven't been, been fed. fed or exercised or yeah, yeah. <laughs> been in a... In a pit for the last what yeah. three years or whatever so the first thing they do is they select one of the ships right yep. just one mm-hmm. destroy oh yeah it was a great moment and and, and interestingly like, they, they just sort of made a, an example of that one mm-hmm. which just sucks yeah. for those guys right yeah <laughs> the other ships were fine just the example <laughs> ship was uh, torched i'm sorry if dragons are flying overhead you don't just sit there and stare at them you jump in the water <laughs> yeah. right because there's nothing good that's going to come from that uh, n- none of your laughing fireballs can do anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so she makes an example of him in a spectacular sense, and then and then we come back to that scene. The uh, the um... so they they give them the option: one of you is going to die. Yeah, and so they they throw mm-hmm. the one who was not high born in front of them. The two of them did, and threw him under the bus. Right, and uh, a, a gray worm. Kind of came up to him as though he was going to hurt him and then just slit the other guy's throats. Right, right. We, yeah, we kind of saw yeah. that maybe coming because, you know, they, again, bad guys doing bad things are punished. Yeah. So yeah. So this guy, it, it's kind of the Batman, I want you to tell all your friends about me. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so, go back to your city and tell them everything that you've seen here and know that if things don't go our way, we're going to come and do this to you. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, so a great scene, very effective, accomplishes a lot of stuff we've been needing to accomplish for a couple of years here yeah. with Khaleesi. And, oh, and we also had, um, uh, who are, who are the, the dudes from the desert? Who, what are they called? Oh, the Dothraki. The Dothraki, yeah. The Dothraki yeah, yeah, showed up. The Dothraki <laughs> finally showed up. Yeah, we mm-hmm. heard lots of whooping. With MTV's Daria. And MTV's Daria yeah. showed up as the um, the sons of the harpy were slaying various random people right. in some place. As they are want to do. Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, we might as well just kill two. And then yeah. the sons of the harpy, or, no, or the Dothraki show up and slaughter the sons of the harpy. Um, so all is well in Marine, and now they, they're they going to have ships. They have some ships. Well, we get now. to that. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that a little later because there's well, a different well, scene. Because, right. but, well, yeah. they do get the slaver ships. 
Yes. So they have those. So. They have those so far. All right. And then, Kim, where do we go? Oh, I don't have notes. Jason, the notes. <laughs> oh! We, we worked on this. <laughs> Spent $40 million on this podcast. We had CGI. We did previs. We did all this stuff. We have horses back here. They're, they're nickering. They're neighing. They're trotting. <laughs> if you haven't watched Game of Thrones with the subtitles on, watch it a second time through and just see all the different audio cues they give you. It's it's amazing. Yeah. There's so many different words you'll learn. Like twice exactly. when, when so Ramsay, I've been telling you. No, but you'd watch it the second oh, yeah. time through. The first time it's nonsense. The first time <laughs> the first time you're always spending reading, not not watching their faces. And who I frankly who wants to the read the last name of one of the guys tonight? Which the one? last name of um the guy that she bought the Unsullied from. Oh. This her notes would help. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, see, it, I, I don't like it because sometimes the joke is, there was one joke that I think um, uh, Tyrion had that in the text it came up before he delivered it. Mm-hmm. I don't like that because like, cause the punchline suddenly like ruined and you're like, oh, I wonder how he's going to say it. Oh, he said it like that. Pretty funny. But like instead, like it's like this don't weird. Like, Mike likes to think it's all improv. Well, no, I, don't, I think it's all improv, but I want to see how, how the actors deliver them as opposed to, like, well, reading watch it. Well, I can't because it's right there flashing in front of I'm me. I'm sure this is all fascinating to the podcast like, audience, our argument sharp. about subtitles or no subtitles. No, but. this is important. Oh, let's move on. All right, let's move on. So so where do we go oh, to I'm next someone? I, I believe the next thing we get to is when they are uh, – correct me if I'm wrong – I think it's when they're actually meeting up. Am I correct? They're meeting up with Ramsey and talking about the terms of, yeah. of the, the uh, battle because then they come back to plan the battle afterwards, right? Right, right. So they have like a parlay. Yeah, of parlay they sort of the parlay meeting. Lady Mormont reappears. No oh. lines, but cool yeah, to see Lady Mormont shows up just kind of like as a, as a glorified extra. She still gets paid, though. Sag no. wages. You know, once you have lines, you get paid <laughs> from that point on. Um, yes. But she shows up in the background. Kind of underused. We could have yeah. used her like in the. She should have been in the in the like the war council, right? Like, Maybe. No, put those rocks over there, bitches. You know, yeah, and like, like that would that. have been yeah. pretty cool, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So so they have this weird parlay, and the bastards talk. Ramsey uh, is is classic Ramsey. Refers to John as the bastard. Yeah, several times. times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, talks about terms of surrender as well, right? Or uh, he wants him to surrender. Just get on your horses. Neil before me. Right. Neil before, before him, and, yeah. and then gave before Sansa that. back to him. Returned Sansa. He, that was actually entertaining when he was talking about, uh, you know. You brought my his, beloved his wife beloved back. beloved wife, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've missed you. Yes. Yeah. Well, and again, we're resetting how, how much of a uh, jerk he is. You know, right. Because uh, we've... we've they did a lot of that this episode. Yeah, we, we really had to we had to earn Up the his, ante, his, even though he was yeah. well beyond it. Yeah. It's, been like, it's been like three seasons of him being a, a total horrible person. Right. Don't, you know, I guess people are like, oh, I'll see what Game of Thrones is about. Here's <laughs> season six. Wow, that guy's mean. I'm glad he's dead. I mean, if you're watching <laughs> season six, <laughs> episode nine. <laughs> well, no, I, we say that, and yet one of our friends almost watched with us tonight. <laughs> it would have been the only episode he'd ever seen. This is true. Yeah, oh. yeah. Our, our, our thespian, Matt Thompson, yes. um, Stompy Thompson, if, if he had watched it, oh, why is that guy being killed? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's safe to say because he will never listen to this podcast. No, no, he's, yeah, he's <laughs> definitely yeah. thoroughly Speaking jealous. of which, we, we can't forgive, uh, forget to give a shout out to uh, our buddy Joe Donatelli. Joe Donatelli? Uh, who, oh, awesome. the best. And what? Nancy Fang, who, who gave me a little shade oh, about yeah. Star Trek, but she thinks Game of Thrones is better than Star Trek. She's wrong. You're wrong, Nancy. And we'll have you on the podcast to... To, to explain it I to you. I think next week she'll be on the podcast finale. Probably. I'm not yeah. going to be here. I'm going to be in Michigan. Exactly. We're gonna, you're going to be the phone-in. 
That'll be the phone. Oh, yeah. Nancy will be my. She will be my second. Oh. She'll be my, Nancy will be the host of the show. That's fine by me. Yeah, she's you know women <laughs> rule. You'll be all special. I can't even speak tonight. You'll be all, our special guest. I will be the special guest. I will be the. Uh, I'll be the flayed man. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Upside down. Baby. All right. Yeah. So so we have that little exchange. It's kind of fun. We get we get the stakes. Um, right. Uh, and as I point out, Sansa rides off before he drops that, you know, my dogs are really hungry line. So yeah. she must have heard it later on. Yeah. So, so John, what happened after I left? <laughs> oh, well, it was very interesting. He talked about his dogs being really hungry. <laughs> I, why are you writing that down? He's been starving. Them. Very starving for seven days. Did you hear me? Seven days. <laughs> very specific. Yeah, it was very specific. Okay. So then we go to the battle plan. We got the rocks with X's on them. Um, yes. So, uh, so Mel- who's who's it? Melisanda? Who's who's? No, the- she's not there yet. The Red it, Witch. It's, uh, it, she, that's the later scene. Oh. It is. Uh, it's he, Davos, no, uh, yeah, and uh, Big Red. Yeah. And uh, Sansa yeah. as well, but Sansa doesn't really participate. She comes sort of at the end, right? Right. Yeah, but the thing I want to point yeah. out is that is that for this battle plan, they have rocks with X's drawn on them. Right. And I'm assuming that's the and, flayed man is the X. Well, yeah, but the, but then like the Red Witch, like she has a whole table in her little tent. Right. And her mirror, like like because like couldn't have used the table as your well. Point? I mean, like, like don't they have little like everybody has little like toys that they play with? You know, it's like oh, if we put our well, Davos found here. a toy in this episode. Well, mm-hmm. he could have used that. Maybe oh, yeah. yeah. And then, like, the horse could have represented somebody, yeah. but like this is all they have is like go go get me some rocks and paint them white. I mean, like they, like to show how you know how how far back they are. Doesn't I mean? Doesn't someone have little toys that they can use for their for their troops? Anyways, perhaps that's my that's my tangent. These details that you worry about. I, I, I worry about this. I really worry about it really these bothers him. All right, so so we have that battle, and then Sansa asserts herself and says, "You know nothing, Jon Snow. Um, that that you that." So many words. Well, what did she say, Kim? You tell me. Oh, she just said that you don't know him, what he's capable of. He defends himself by saying, well, I've fought. He says, I have fought far worse than him, north of the wall. It's like, right. it doesn't matter. You still don't know him. But it, it's a good point because John has just, he just hacks and slashes. That's all he does. Kind of. And they were discussing a pincer move. Is what they were calling a it? Pincer a pincer move. move. Yeah, which, which was utilized in World War One. The Germans tried to affect that by coming through Belgium right. to, to use a pincer move on the French. That's actually a pretty famous Come around move. the sides. Yeah, and, and then they encountered the Belgians who just you know, ravaged them and, and slowed them down a lot. So uh, right. hardcore history, if you want to listen, that's a great podcast. So, right. and, and, of course, Tormund became very dumb this episode. He didn't understand anything. Like, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, we're going to... Yeah. But so back on to what the doctor was saying, that Sansa says he's going to play games with you. Whatever he wants you to do, don't do it. Which, uh, in essence... When we get to the battle section, he pretty much did exactly what Ramsey wanted him to do. He was not yeah, a good commander. Team. Yeah, he was he was a bad commander. And and Sansa not only is is strategic, but she's also she has guile and she knows how to use back channels because yeah. ultimately that's what she did. Right. She did whatever she had to do to win. So John is really still fighting north of the wall. And Sansa is fighting Westeros, yeah. which is that do whatever you can to stab someone in the back in order to win. Right. You know, use whatever thing you can. So Little right, so finger we, training. What's that? Little fingers training. Plus, when he was being so reckless during the battle itself, I know I may be jumping ahead, but uh, reminded me of Ned Stark and how he also would not listen to good advice and just plow ahead and react on emotion. This hmm. is true. This is true. Yeah, it's a good call. Um, when did that happen with Ned Stark? I'm, I'm, I, it's been so long I can't even remember. Um, Way well, obviously season one when he kept getting warned and warned and warned about what was going to happen at King's Landing and mm. if, he, if he kept 
going ahead with his plan and just acting on honor. Right. And of course, it makes sense. They warned him many times not to be the hand. They said, "Don't right. be the hand." Yeah. He's like, "No, I've got, I've got to serve the king." Little finger said, "Don't trust him. Don't trust anyone here. Don't trust me." And he did anyway. Don't yeah. trust anyone, Doctor Jones. <laughs> Don't trust anyone, Doctor Jones. I told you. <laughs> hey, listen to our Indiana Jones podcast coming up. Never. Uh, <laughs> Maybe when Game of Thrones is done, we're gonna have our oh Indiana yeah, Jones, that's true. Indiana yeah. Jones cast. Oh. Although there already is, we were just discussing. There's a really good Indiana Jones podcast, which I still haven't listened to yet. Well, I, I'll, I I'll listen to it. I wish it was better, but okay, like, you didn't, you, uh, we'll qualify it. Maybe. It's a great idea. Yeah, fantastic. They, they do one minute of the movie every episode. Every episode. So. Yeah, great idea. Uh, all right, so so where are we next, Kim? Help me out. <laughs> yeah, she's Jason, already said like three times. <laughs> she doesn't have to note. So Melisandre's scene is next, I believe, where John finds Melisandre oh. and uh, just basically oh, tells right. her, "If I go down, don't resurrect me again." Yeah, and she's saying, "The Lord of Light." Surprised at her response, I didn't know yeah. she would say, "Well." Uh, Going to. I don't care what you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, uh, she's kind of like it's it's in the Lord of Light's power, and that's yeah. who I'm serving. I'm not serving you. Well, so. she kind of throws up her hands on this. She kind of just says, "Well, I'm going to do whatever I want to do," you know, and you don't have a choice. But this scene was to remind us of the stakes. You know, it's like I mean, because first yeah. Sansa says, "You know, I'm not going to go back to Ramsey. You're going to. I'm going to die right. first. And then John says, "I don't want to come back." So, but she's. But her point is that she is loyal to. What she knows, which is right. the Lord of Light, even though she does, and and it was interesting because we've talked about this before on the podcast about how she interprets the visions and how she gets these visions and things like that. Because some of the things she's done have been completely off the mark, right? So she interprets, and she did kind of say to John, she interprets them the best she can, the best of her abilities or whatever. But it's not uh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all this extracurricular activity going oh, on? Oh, I know. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to engage Kim a little more into this. So. I'm listening. Cut <laughs> <Come> off. <on. laughs> I uh, don't do that. No, you're right. It's it's. I mean, she's she is uh, she is a host unto herself. She basically she she is in it for the Lord of the Light. Right. And and even though he says you're my, I'm I'm the commander. I mean, really. But the thing is, is that her visions are faulty. Well, there's a hierarchy. You are either yeah. following. It. She, he doesn't have any sort of authority over her in any real sense. Right. She Why is she still sticking around? Is my question. Why doesn't she go back home? Uh, interesting point. I don't know. Um, but but my killed. yeah, the only thing point I was trying to make was that you know, in terms of authority, she's got one authority, and it's not John. This is true. This is true. Yeah, it's in, in the one God. Yeah, the, the the God. What is it? The the one God that is. The, I don't know. Because like, 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 he says, you know, who do you believe in? Or like, you know, the, the one God that is for us or something like that, she oh. says. And there's a lot of gods. Um, but it's still talking about the Lord of Light. Just yeah, yeah. a different sort of title. That, that's her. Yeah, she's just saying, I'm, I'm, you know. So, okay, so we got right. that. Where to next? So we've, we forgot about to mention uh, Davos. That Davos, during this time, has found Shireen's, mm-hmm. uh, the remnants of Shireen's uh, stag, fire. Yeah. Yeah. And she, yeah, the, what did you say? The stag? The little, it's like a little yeah. stag, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little stag. stag that he yeah, yeah. So he is very what suspicious. What he has of what been told that. happened to her. He just thinks that she just randomly died in the attack on Stannis' army. He he thinks something's up. It's very clear from this episode, but he doesn't know. I don't think anybody's ever explained anything uh, to him. It's it's weird because there has not been a lot of conversation about that. It's for someone who cares so much about Shireen, although we did have that scene in the previous episode with Brienne where she was kind of laying down the law with Melisandre and was going to kind of spill all the beans in front of Davos and didn't quite. So I think he had a pretty good inkling maybe from that conversation that something was not quite right. I don't think Brienne knew. 
No. No, I don't think Brandon. I mean, Doubles did ask uh, Melisander that uh, what happened to Sharice. Did he survive the attack? Our special and commentator here is Thomas. <laughs> no, I think I think you're right. I, I don't think he. I don't think she knew. Okay. Kim almost hit him in the face with the microphone. Oh, good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, beat him. Beat him to a bloody pulp. Here. This is you know. We need more blood. Yeah, we need. You know, we got plenty of blood in this one. Um, so, what, for whatever reason, they've been holding it off. I think for the last episode. I mean, there has to be some sort of you know comeuppance for the Red Witch. Um, although she did have a mirror as well. She had a nice little end table and a mirror mm-hmm. in her tent. So she was kind of, you know, hey, as so long she, as she kept that necklace on, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, why, that's why, all why, anyone can think about now. All I care about. <laughs> but she kept the mirror too. It's like, I wonder how I look now. <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that? You know, I mean, I'm still terrified whenever my FaceTime comes on my phone, it shows my face. I'm like, Oh God, what's happened to me? I've grown so old. Oh. It's immediately re, re- Position it so I don't see my you know, double chins like oh god oh there we go oh now I'm handsome there there's my necklace all right so where are we going to next uh, I think if we jump back to Marine a bit I think at that point right because that's when Tyrion is having a conversation with someone we're not quite sure who it is yep and it turns oh. out to be Theon yeah yeah that was oh that's I just love seeing people popping up in the pyramid yeah. <laughs> $25,000 pyramid but it was also very gratifying to see two characters who we haven't seen cross paths since season one yeah yes. and it wasn't on the best of terms and now they have to deal with each other and, yep. and how does that all work out mm-hmm. and definitely looking for different objectives but Absolutely. still needing each other's help um and uh who is it yara yes yara, yara is great man yeah she just... no she's awesome she she won that scene, mm-hmm. didn't she? Yeah. I mean, between Tyrion. But and, she did. She, like made she some... doesn't Sorry. die away from insulting Khaleesi's father. Oh, it's so great! Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I obviously I don't think Whoa. she meant to insult him, but she had some e- extremely good points about the yeah. comparisons between the two. Well, she fired back. It was like, what, what did Khaleesi say? She's like, you know, your father was a was an evil man, and and you know, she's like, both of our as fathers, was yours, as yeah, was yours. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, wow, she is not. I mean. This is the breaker of chains you're looking at here. Yeah. She doesn't give a shit. She's like, you know, <laughs> you know you're, you're, you're a hot blonde. I want to go for you, you know. And <laughs> her libido is powerful. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so they, they do come to this agreement. And I, we want to go back to the four R's? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, there's reading, writing, and arithmetic. But in, in the Iron Islands. In Westeros, yeah. There's, there's what is it? There's roving. Roving. Oh. Uh, what Reaving. Reaving. Roving. Uh, raping. Raping and, and raiding. Raiding and raping. Raiding and raping. And, yeah. and four R's. The four R's, they, they're no longer allowed to do. And, you know, the mountain was, or not, I mean, the hound was actually pretty good. He was able to negotiate for, for two bodies yeah, to kill. Yeah, right. And Yara, Yara just kind of goes, eh. she's like, okay, well, that's the, but that's our way of life. First of all, that was weird. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, we're, we're all into raping. You know, like, oh, you are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she said, you're not so, <laughs> just give us a little roving. We, we need a little just roving. Some roving, a little roving. Really? Little you, I mean, we can handle the raping and everything else, but the roving is definitely <laughs> over the line. A little reaving. Yeah. I mean, a, um, but, but they sign off on it cause they need each other. And, and so now they finally have ships. Seems like they have a good agreement. Pretty, pretty, well, the proposal I mean, originally was: we support your claim to you know, the Westeros, and you yeah, the, the let us have Westeros. the Iron yeah. back, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's a kind of a pretty straight up queen for queen. Yeah. Um, and she then brought a hundred ships. Hundred ships, and right. then with the um, with the uh, slavers, they have barely enough to go. Um, right. 
Now it'll be interesting because uh, King Urin, yes, um, is still so out glad there. His name was invoked Urin. this week. Urin, Urin, Urin <laughs> King Urin. Is out there uh, <laughs> building more ships, and so there could be a naval battle forthcoming. Absolutely, yeah, he on his, he's on his way to see her too. Yes, and right. and to deliver his large cock, as yes. uh, <laughs> as promised. To quote the show, so you know it's, it's just, uh, explicit podcast, but we're just quoting the show. Who's going to listen to this? Who doesn't? You know? I, I suppose we do have we have an E on our podcast, don't we? We're explicit. I guess. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Mike doesn't. Sure, worry about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna be Star Trek? Does uh, strangely enough, doesn't it? It does. I think it does. I, I, think, I didn't put that there. I think Dustin has to for <laughs> think, reasons. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I, we rarely swear on that, but every yeah. once in a while, I think like a, a couple of things come out. Adult themes. Well, I think partial just, nudity. Partial podcast. If you haven't listened to us, I just want to talk about Star <laughs> Trek. Doesn't wear pants in his Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so so we have that good scene, which ends with a Roman handshake. Very nice, and yes. then we move on to where. Uh, and then we're we're getting into the battle here. We I think we see the filleted men. Yep. Uh, on the Ramsey's side, the filleted, <laughs> the filleted men, fish filleo men. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the filleted men, and uh, on obviously on the other side, we have a, a, a smaller army, but with wildlings, and most importantly, my favorite of the entire episode, one one, one one, one one. Oh. <laughs> what happened to the rest of the giants? So I mean, yeah, good point because there was more than yeah. one was the only one we've ever seen. No, we saw more. I we saw more well, previously. The attack on Castle Black. Yeah, yeah and the attack on Castle oh, Black. Oh, right, a of course. Of yeah, and they died a couple of them. Right? Did they die? I don't remember seeing them die. I just remember seeing them yeah. not there anymore. I thought the one crashed through the, the tunnel below. Oh, the he right. died. Yeah, but there's more than one. Yeah. One. Um, <laughs> what, what's that, Thomas? Please speak into the microphone. <laughs> no, uh, there's one laying down in the snow while they were shooting an above shot. I believe. Mm. Well, maybe no, he was doing okay. a snow angel. I don't know. <laughs> oh, right. There was one that he like hooked himself up to the iron gates at the foot of the wall and was pulling and pulling, and then he was shot down by that like harpoon. All right, so there's yeah. like four. But I mean, yes. like, what what is the what is the life cycle of giants? I mean, well, I, giants. aren't they sort of like dragons? They're just a, or an endangered species. I guess <laughs> there's there's no female giants. I haven't seen one yet. Yeah, I want yeah, to see a good female. Point. I'd love to see some female giants. Some like real pissed yeah. off female one, one, giants. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we could handle it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Not we're sure ready for that. I don't, I don't think we're Not ready for that. No, this is. Uh... Yeah. Well, but I mean, first of all, I mean, the giants are formidable, and I mean, against against ground troops, man, they they one one has been holding his own. You know, against White Walkers and against, you know, the Westeros people and against the, you know, the people of uh, Castle Black. And so, I mean, I, I don't know why there's not more of them. Or more mm-hmm. giant White Walkers. <laughs> they need wow. Whoa. You just blew my mind. What if somebody, like, stuck one of those crystal things inside of a giant and well, then it just became a night, giant White Walker? What if the Night King raises them, you know? I mean... I, I'm well, just, who knows? Spoiler just, alert. Season yeah. 7. I, well, you know, I mean, that's... Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so... So, uh, so we, we get to the, the stage here where Ramsey uh, takes Rickon. Dear old Rickon. Yes, and it seems like at first he pulls out that knife, unsheathes his knife, and it seems like he's going to cut his throat or do something terrible to him. And instead he releases him. Blade resonates, by the yes, way, the, is yes, what it says. subtitles. Blade resonates yes. in the subtitles. So. Right, and Rickon uh, is given the, 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 the I was going to say, option, but the opportunity to run. And yeah. Run to John, which we all know is no good. No, we we all knew something was really wrong with that. And, uh, and Thomas had a brilliant observation during the scene. 
If you're running away from someone and you're that far, turn around and just watch him. Good point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or as I was saying to Mike, maybe don't run in a straight line. Don't run in a straight line. Has this guy never played a video game before? At, at a constant <laughs> speed. You know, don't run in a straight line at a constant speed so that arrows can continue to be sighted on. Right. Also, yeah. wait, wait, wait for him to shoot, then run. Yes. Exactly. Then, then move to, like, slightly the right or the left. And also, Ramsey had to be the most crack shot in the history of Westeros or something to be able to just, just fire away and he hit him. He took four shots. Distance. I mean, so, oh, I, mean, yeah, they, I mean, the fourth shot found him, but it, it got exceedingly further. So right. it's it was, like, yeah. yeah, it was, I thought someone else shot him at first. I thought it was, like, some other dude, like, you know, right. oh, we got to do the crossbow over here, you know? It's like, you know, snipering him. You it know? was Reese the whole time. It was Reese in the grassy knoll. <laughs> All right, so we're at this battle now, and Rickon is Rick off now. He's dead, uh, and and Jon Snow falls for the bait completely. Yeah. Yes, one hundred fifty percent. Exactly what Sansa told him not to do. Yeah, just ran out there after Rickon, trying to pick him up, and then of course once he's shot. Doesn't get off the horse and attempt to help him or pull him back to anywhere. He just kind of leaves him there. <laughs> yeah, just you know, he's probably dead. He's, and then, and then marches forward <laughs> towards Ramsay. And then, yeah, just goes Hulk on him and says, "I'm going to kill you right. all," which is just right. What, and stood there for that amazing shot where he's standing oh, with the sword and the, the horses are coming up in front of him. All not CGI. All I mean, real. If you haven't watched the uh, the extras, watch the extras of the making of the scene. Special thanks to Kim Miller, who's not here today, who can who pointed this out to us. Kim, tell us about the horses. Oh, uh, so apparently they had eighty horses for this entire battle, and but that particular scene where you see John in the foreground and these this wall of soldiers, horses just full speed coming at him. Oh, spectacular! Like so amazing. And that was actually Kit Harrington. I mean, throughout this battle, was. I was thinking. My God, are they not actually going to kill him again? And part of me thinks, are they insane? We only see the back of his head. Yeah. Did, do they need Kit Harrington to do that? No, I mean, I, I was looking specifically <laughs> this time. A quarter mile away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, they were. They no, were they getting, said they came up within like five feet or something to him. Yeah, him. I mean, they were getting close. And I, I, it was just kind of like one of those things where you're just going, it's the back of his head. But I was looking, I was like, that really looks like Jon Snow from yeah. the back. Why would they yeah. do that? That just seemed like a, a ridiculous thing. Spectacular shot, though. Fantastic. I mean, you can't... There are certain things you can do with CGI. I mean, the dragons, as good as they look, still CGI. Yeah. Uh, These horses, especially when they're running, you're like, those are horses. Right. But 1-1, different story. I mean, 1-1, whenever I see 1-1, I'm just blown away with the the effects. And it does not look like it's... it's, I mean, it's a lot of... Camera trickery because yeah. it's a real person against a green screen, but right. you can't tell. No, like you can't the, tell. Yeah, the uh, the remarkable work they've done with the green screen is just so transparent. And I think part of it is, I mean, watching kind of with a special effects side during that making of thing, they put him in the same environment. I think lighting wise, you know, it's outdoors where they mm-hmm. have him, and they just put a green screen where they are, so it has the same sort of lighting behind it, which is a brilliant move because otherwise yeah. you get all those weird artifacts exactly. in the light. Um, right. Uh, I mean, I think actually when we saw Sir Davos in the sunrise after you found the little mm-hmm. thing, you could tell it was a little CG, right? Mm-hmm. Like the sunrise was a little fakey. Um, 
said, I thought was sunrise. I, d- I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to that. When, when, when he grabs the the, the stag from yeah. the fireplace, and then like he hears the horn, he turns around, and the right. sun's coming out. It looked like the lighting was a little off. Okay, well, you probably, can see probably that. color correction or something rather yeah, than that. But, yeah. it just like the lighting source was a little bit like yeah. from two sources, but. Yeah, he looks great in this, and they just they blend him seamlessly. It made me smile when I saw one one. So great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so one so so John charges off, and just by the grace of the Lord of Light, does not get pulverized by eighty thousand horses. Arrows, never mind the horses. Well, yeah, the he arrows too. Eighty thousand yeah. arrows coming down on him, and he just happens to be right between the four that were important. <laughs> like, go ahead, Kim. Oh, it's just luck, like you were saying in the inside the episode and analysis. Yeah, but I mean, right. I mean, it's at this point in time, it's either a divine intervention because he went through every single possible combination of getting killed and did not. Or yeah, there's luck, and there's impossible. The horse at the very What's that? Could have died falling off that horse at the very beginning. Yeah, he took a tumble off the horse, and then like all those arrows shoot all around him. There are horses flying around. There's bodies. Right. Um, so the then they get it, cornered, and he's getting trampled. Yeah. So the first half of the battle, he's really either lucky or divine interventions happening. Um, I would have loved to see him get a, like at least one arrow, you know, just like in a non-vital part of his body, yeah. just to like show like, oh, there are consequences. Yeah, because, yeah it's it's impossible what happened. Because otherwise, there's no. Well, not that it's possible that there's dragons and right. all this other stuff, but <laughs> it's <just> impossible. <laughs> but but if we're setting up a realistic battle, and the fact that he does not get hurt once necessarily, yeah, I mean, it, it just it becomes kind of incredulous, you know. I mean, his. Uh, plus, his actions are not punished. Right. You know, he runs wantonly towards uh, this impossible army of 6,000 people and doesn't get injured. It, right. it, he becomes a superhero at that point in time. So then Ramsey gets his own pincher movement. The pincher movement, yeah. Where Ooh. they surround him and they have the, the shields and the spears and yeah. all the, uh, the wildlings are getting mowed down by them, it seems like. It's well, very, very cool to learn that, that they had, took that idea from Rome and Carthage. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, because I remember. I mean, because you know, well, hardcore history again. A great podcast talks about that, where where the Romans would just set up their shields and they used pikes, like these long spears, you know, spears and long pikes, which back in the day were a huge advantage over swords and shields because you just had reach. Right. You could have a ten foot long pike and they can't reach you, and combining that with the shields, they were unstoppable. So yeah. it, it was. I mean, how how didn't these guys take over all of Westeros with that? That's a great you know. It's a great tactic. Yeah. So uh, then John is, as we were saying, was trampled by everybody, but he emerges in sort of another sort of rebirth scene where he's able yeah. to breathe because he couldn't breathe underneath there. And uh, So well shot, that suffocation feeling. Yeah. Like, oh, really, really well. <laughs> With each shot, you cool. see less and less light. That's the beautiful thing about it. Just like it, yeah. it just, until it was just... And you could feel yourself being crushed by all those people. But I have to say, I was so excited when, even with being surrounded by all this, one one's just grabbing spears and throwing them like Q-tips oh, yeah. and grabbing guys and huh? ripping them in half. Whipping and, that guy apart. Oh, oh yeah. it was fantastic. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't use him. I mean, it seemed like he could have, in some way, like, created a hole. I mean, Tormund was trying to do that. I mean, he went through the, the castle doors, for crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he couldn't just, go through these guys. Yeah, I mean, I guess he'd get poked yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, anyway, I, I mean. I him to just grab a handful of spears and just... Wipe everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it seemed like he kind of forgot how to be a giant for a little while. Um, Why does he not just carry a giant stick? Good point. His own forty-foot pike. Well, didn't he? It, 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 was it hard home or there was one point where he Hardhome, was he, he was dragging a like a, a tree, like a whole tree. Well, he doesn't carry any kind of weapon, some giant-sized uh, sword. He, or, yeah. Why didn't like? I mean, even Good like point. a small sword. Like he just swing the 
the crap out of that, the yeah. shit out of that. Um, we got our we got our E rating for that, <laughs> um, and just wipe people out. I mean, a giant with a small sword, like a cocktail, you know, um, sword. I'm, I'm still gonna be terrified, right? Cocktail sword. <laughs> I mean, if I have a cocktail olive sword, through it. like a, like, well, if I have a cocktail sword and I'm I'm threatening children, which I'll never do, right? That's still terrifying, right? Yeah, it's like, I oh. suppose so. Yeah, I mean, you, you can poke them. I'm threatening children. <laughs> it's Father's Day, everyone. I have kids. I'm never going to do that. You need to be okay with that. You just let's all just relax, okay? <laughs> so Ramsey, uh, oh, actually, well, I'm missing a very vital point here, which is things seem very bleak, and they're being surrounded, and the the walls are closing in, and who shows up? The Riders of Rohan. Oh, oh no. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Wrong. We've mixed our metaphors. But about almost the same thing, right? Knights of the Veil. The Veil. Yeah. The, the little the, finger has yeah. brought his troops. Now, that was very Lord of the Rings. We have to give him that, right? Right. And it was yeah. very, like, For at, the, sure. at the last minute. Like, because I knew that was going to happen. Because I right. knew those guys were still holding back in yeah. reserve. Mm-hmm. And Sansa isn't there. And, you know. Why did Sansa not mention it? I, I don't know. I mean, well, maybe she didn't know. How did she, she find them? Or how did she, she know? No, I mean, she sent the letter to. Uh, to uh, we knew she sent the letter. But, but she Raven. didn't mention that to John. That, that, the, that uh, she the requested little... the help? Yeah. She never mentioned that to him. Probably not. And can I say one more thing, too? Is that the whole Blackfish story mm-hmm. is completely negated and completely ridiculous right now because. Yeah, kind of. I yes. thought he was going to be another, like, oh, and then Blackfish shows up and, you know, and saves the day. But. Well, he's dead. I mean, well, that would, so he was we think reported dead. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, that that would be a good reason why he wouldn't show up. <laughs> but but then why did we have that whole scene with him before? That's yeah. what we were talking about last week a little bit. Remember? Because yeah. it builds up the idea that they don't have any like, friends, and including their family. Their family won't even come to defend them. So they are so desperate for help that the Knights of the Vale have to come in and help them. Yeah, but that's that's just so much territory. I mean, they didn't even need to, to mention him. Oh, you said him. this last week, too, but I, I just don't agree. It, was, it wasn't it was that much expended on Blackfish, other than, like, well, you know, it, being talked about and showing up once. It was know. a whole scene. It was a whole episode dedicated right. to Blackfish. Right. And, and like, we've got to get Well, Blackfish. because as an audience member, we're like, oh, they're going to show up. Blackfish is going to be like, this is my family. I'm going to have to help them. And then yet he's like, no, this is my place, and I'm staying here, and I'm taking care of my business. And sorry, guys. And then he gets... Screwed over because of it. I just, it, it just, it served nothing. There were, it served, it did not serve the story in any way other than saying, I mean, because we already saw that with them going around to different houses mm-hmm. and saying, we're not going to help you, we're not going to help you. I and mean, then why do we have yeah, to? But this? none of them were their family. Yeah, right? but I, I mean, mean, it's, I, I get that, but I mean, at the same time, like, Blackfish has not been integral to the story. No. He left after the Red War- Wedding, and we've not seen him in, like, oh, let's take River Run. And, you know, like, it, he was mentioned in the season, he shows up, he, it seems like he's dead. Uh, Thomas is a subscriber to our philosophy of well, they may not be dead if they didn't die on screen. No, absolutely. That's, right. that's a rule. That's a, yeah. And, and Rickon might not have been dead if he didn't get like 11 more arrows in him, right? I mean, it was like, oh, maybe he's... Oh, no, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, with 1-1, one, one, if 1-1 one, one didn't get that last one in the eye, which I will unfortunately get to, maybe my most... I, maybe since Ned Stark or the Red Wedding, have I been more disappointed by a death on this show? They did not burn his body. Really? He may be a pirate. Yes. Maybe a, a, a giant. Pirate. I wanted. I, I was saying during the episode, I'm like, I'm ready for the one one spinoff. I want to see him and his kids and his wife. This sitcom about the one one family. Yeah. Just I'm so into it. Anyway, so uh, they they get to the castle. They they get to the the, the gates of the castle. Yep. Ramsay thinks he's oh, smash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, once once the the Vale soldiers come in and start kicking ass, they they retreat to the castle. And he's like, well, we'll just stay here, just like what what we saw the yeah. week before with Blackfish. 
maybe that's part of the reason why they, they did that before. They're going to give us the preamble of, of they're safe behind the castle doors. I don't know. Uh, could, could be laying a lot of track. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. But, yeah. but yeah, so it, it kind of took care of that, that question of like, why don't you just you know hold up and you know wait for a siege? And that's right. because you have a giant who's still active. Yeah. Um, and evidently they, so don't, he, they don't deal with him. You he, know, He busts down that door. Yeah. But not before being shot in the hand and then ripping his hand apart and taking uh, it off, which was terrible. <laughs> a weird, gratuitous uh, moment, yeah. there, right? I guess, you know. The, the, and uh, he eventually does bust through and it's just pillared with, it looks like a pincushion, just full of arrows and everything. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Ramsey shows up to finish him off. And, what a uh, good shot in the eye and he's uh, dead. Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one o'clock in the morning. I am yawning. I stayed up yes. last night. <laughs> And, oh, and very interesting thing I noticed only on the second viewing. Did you notice that the shield that he held up had the bear sigil from Bear Island? So Lady Mormon's 62 soldiers. Oh, oh. one of the 62 gave him his shield. Yeah, well, it's a fight with the power of 10. Oh, I, Doctor. <laughs> well, doctor has revealed the secret way. of the episode. <laughs> one of them made their way in there with 1-1 one, one and the, that small band. Most powerful, Doctor. Yeah. Great observation. Yeah, very good, very good. Um and so, so he beats the crap out of out of um, Ramsey. Ramsey, and then he's about to do the, the finishing blow, and it's all very satisfying. Uh, and then he stops so that Sansa can do it. I don't oh. know about that punch out scene. That seemed. Do you remember the end of Lethal Weapon where there's this oh, yeah. fight in the, yeah. the lawn and the sprinklers are? The, yeah, yeah, they're just uh, punching with Gary Busey. Punching. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like eh, punching him to death. I was glad he, he stopped. It, there's a uh, what, what's it? I was glad that he stopped, and that wasn't how he was going to be killed. Well, there there is some interesting questions about all of this, as far as good and evil, and are are we are we now subscribing to these people are good and they stop? Because, I, I mean, I don't think he would have stopped. I think he was just going to bear down and right, do it, and then right. he realized, well, Sansa deserves to yeah. have the final straw here. But but then like again, we become like uh, it. it so okay, so you you preserve him so that she can kill him. Well, at least to have the decision of what she wanted to do, whether it's kill him or torture him or do whatever. Right, right. I mean, I wish maybe maybe there should have been some more. There would have been. I wish there was one more scene where it's like, John's like, you know, I'm not going to kill him. We're going to hold him because that's the right thing to do, and then mm-hmm. we'll execute him later on, and we'll try him, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I give you permission to do whatever you want with him. Mm-hmm. But you know, think about not killing him. <laughs> you know, because we Consider need to see these things. Well, we need to see that differentiation, right? That that John is quick to anger, but then has he has the morality of Ned Stark, yes. right? That he follows along. Well, yeah. Sansa is going down a different path of Littlefinger, and, and seems like it, yeah. Um, Especially with the way the episode ends, which we'll get to. Right, right. Well, but but as it is, it's sort of he just kind of recovers just long enough to say, okay, you know, ladies first, you go ahead and kill him. So right. um, there, there was also a moment we missed, too, like in between that and then the last scene, which is uh, where they unfurl the banners of, of yes. the stars. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I almost got teary-eyed. Really satisfying moment. It was like... It, that was, and it's just the capper on a season that has just been totally about fan service and, and suffering fandom that's been watching this show for six seasons and everybody is in a pit and getting killed and terrible things happening. And then for somebody to actually have a victory yeah. and people we've cared about who've been, who've been, you know, descended upon by evil the entire time for, for them to kind of come out on top once is very satisfying. Exactly. It's, it's, it's that little nugget of hope that we're given every once in a while from the show. Right. We may be getting more though. Right, Kim? Maybe getting more. <laughs> Such as, what do you have in mind? Well, I just I, I think they're finally 
the way I'm seeing is that they're finally building these characters. I mean, Jon Snow and Sansa, everyone's starting to get in their lane as far as what their, <laughs> what their task is going to be. Like, Tyrion is going to be a great hand to Khaleesi, and Khaleesi is learning how to be a, a, a real queen and not just like a, a force of, of, of nature running through everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Sansa is learning to be kind of a, a, a diplomat slash, you know, back channel person. Jon Snow is, is going to be the hero. Arya is going to be our little silent assassin. Um, oh, I've wronged you. Uh, <laughs> silent assassin. Um, inside joke. Um, oh, Bobo. Oh, Bobo, we've wronged you. So, so everyone's turning into superheroes, and so eventually we're going to see some, some victories. That's my Everybody's feeling. turning into superheroes. I was expecting you to say, then we're going to finally see the Avengers. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's almost the Avengers. It's all like kind of getting Witch. to that. Yeah. They all have superpowers, right? I mean... All right, so so finally we have the uh, release the hounds again. I can kind of go back to my Geico days. One of my first commercials what? I ever did was a, a commercial called "Release the Hounds." Oh right, and I, I reference yeah, that the inspiration for Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. I, I pretty much think again. I mean, they're taking our Restros of Westeros bits. Right. They're they're going through all of my old commercials. Right. My release the hounds commercials, and and they took it to the nth degree. It's not like Mr. Burns ever said it. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, again, it's. I mean, it's, it's muddy. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's the 1990s when all this happened. No one watches The Simpsons anymore. Yeah. I mean, ah, uh. <laughs> personal dig to Kim. Uh, doesn't one of our friends do a Simpsons podcast? Yes. Who? Julia. I, Julia. Yeah. You should be on that, Kim. Yeah, you should. I actually told the doctor about this. Oh, I should uh, hook her up with Julia and Julia yeah. Vickerman. Is that who it is? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Julia Prescott. Yes. Okay. All right. We'll we'll do that. Um, all right. So, Kim, what happens with the dogs? Wait. Oh. <laughs> so, because he had made such a point that he starved them for seven days, they got to eat. Yeah. It's so satisfying because as. Benny Hoff, as Mike calls him, explained <laughs> in the inside the episode that uh, his dogs have been so identified with him since the very beginning. He used them as such tools of his own cruelty. So to finally sure. have him against finally, his finally, brother finally his... get what he deserves at the hands yeah. of his own hounds. Oh, very yeah. satisfying. But not before having a very Hannibal Lecter moment. Where yeah, he's all tied up there, tied up in a hello, cage. Hello, Sansa. Yeah, hello, Sansa. <laughs> <laughs> like Thomas, Jerry Seinfeld has forever. Ruined the phrase, oh, fill in the blank. <laughs> so when he said, hello, Sansa, all I heard in my head was, hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. <laughs> and drained some of the intensity the of that moment for me. <laughs> no, I've... She ruined it for me, actually. Yeah. I didn't think that until she said that. Uh, all right, but, so... Uh, I love that moment right after the dog bites him on the face and they have that close-up of his hand and, and you see the splash of blood on his Ugh. hand. Oh, fantastic. right. right. Because uh, there was some talk in, in our house while we're watching tonight that it, the dogs would not be cruel enough. <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah. Oh, that's not cruel yeah. enough. And then when it happened, you're like, oh, okay, maybe that's, maybe that's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not he, cruel enough. For three yeah. years, he's tortured various people. So, I mean, is one death enough? What I mean, is I mean, one de- well, at least <laughs> suffering. You know, he doesn't, maybe right. does he not suffer enough? I mean, Theon suffered for a whole season, mm-hmm. and good Sansa point. suffered for half a season. Yeah. So, I mean, 
is just being chewed apart by dogs enough? I mean, yeah. uh, I was satisfied. <laughs> yeah, so was I. So was I. Yeah. And then ultimately, like from from a more refined sense, I mean, isn't it the more noble thing to not let him die, but just to keep him there? And you know, no, I mean, it's, no, no, uh, fan service. Well, I know it, it, it was very satisfying because it did use a means, like the doctor pointed yeah. out, of something that was his own yeah, device. But <laughs> yeah, also, we kind of we skipped over earlier during the battle when uh, Big Red, as Jason calls him, Tormund Giant's Bane. <laughs> um, he goes all Rick Grimes and oh, yeah. bites into that dude's neck. I oh, that yeah. Like, That's right. Yeah. Number, into uh, Karstark, right? Yeah. Uh, Carfax. Lord Carfax. Yeah. Lord Carfax. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if it was Umber or Karstark that he did that to, but oh, well, I thought it was Karstark, but yeah, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. It, it might be right. It might be Umber. Right. Um, the, the, the thing is, though, is that, again, the, the deaths have been very fan servicey, very, very pleasing. We finally got the end of, of um, Ramsey Bolton. But is that? But what happened to Reese? What's the real question? Reese Bolton. Bolton. (laughs) Uh, uh, But but the the question is: Is it is it a Game of Thrones ending? You know, I mean, George R. R. Martin never has a satisfying conclusion. No, not at all. I mean, he. I mean, if if, like I was thinking, he should just. What do you mean? Well, he should be locked up, and used as like a negotiating tool, and then eventually released. Because that's what happened with Jamie. Jamie Lannister was not killed. Well, it seems like everybody who was a very either frustrating or um, villainous person never got their comeuppance for five seasons. Right, pretty right. Much. I mean, uh, Joffrey did. I guess you could say, um, but there wasn't a lot of that. And then this yeah. season has been nothing but that sort of right, thing. Right, right. Which and it also coincides coincidentally with the fact that they're no longer following the books. Exactly. Other yeah. than Martin kind of stepping in and telling him, okay, here's what, where they end up. Yeah. You know, yeah. here's the destination. I'll let you guys figure out how to get there. Uh, Tom so, come. Sorry, what'd you say, Doctor? There's no more oh. Boltons left, so he has no value. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, you can always have value because he is the ward of the North. You know, I mean, you can, you, I mean, I, th- there's always value. I mean, there's. I mean, if they wanted to, I mean, they can always say that. I yeah, mean, but who's going to negotiate for him? Yeah, I think is Thomas' gonna, point. I don't want. Who's going to give them any sort of ransom guy, for him? <laughs> well, this is true, but I mean, again, had this been R. R. Martin's, you know, machinations, he would be held out for some reason to to rebuild or to destroy. You know, because again, Jamie Lannister first season pushes a kid out out of a window is horrible. You know, he. Caitlin should have killed him right there. I mean, it, that should have been the end of it. That would have been like, oh, such justice. And yet what we got was the rebuilding of him uh, because – and then he becomes a fascinating character. With this, Ramsey was just a one-dimensional guy and he died. You know, The last he, person that we still have yet to see get there come up in, is Walder Frey. I'm hoping will happen next week. Well, there's certainly well, there's, there's, there's still a little mini list there. I mean, if you talk about Cersei uh, or some of these folks who, especially in the Lannister clan, there's there's some people there who who deserve a little justice. Of course, we have the uh, the, the Sparrow uh, and and others. Oh, who, yeah. But but the original justice from from the first season of of you know the the Lannisters, you know, uh, betraying cut, the Starks, betraying the Starks, and cutting off Ned Stark's head, which started all this. They're pretty much all gone, you know. I mean, there's nobody there who's necessarily responsible. I mean, you know, Joffrey's well, not. The... Cersei is kind Cersei? of responsible for the whole thing. She was the one kind of behind the scenes and did not stop Joffrey and did not care when they cut off Ned Stark's head. Yeah, this is true. And, yeah, uh, she tried to, but not that hard. Yeah, yeah. All right, so a great episode. 
Yes. Action-packed. Next episode. And I was just like drained. Oh, so good. (laughs) So intense. And then I watched um, Game 7 of the NBA NBA playoffs. The finals. The finals, which was almost as draining. That was such a good game. (laughs) Yeah. And lots of bodies hitting the floor. Another shout-out to Joe Donatelli, who's from Cleveland. Oh, congratulations, Joe. I'm from Detroit. I give that to you. We've we've won more titles than you have, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, I guess that's okay. That's a dubious (laughs) distinction. (laughs) I'm a Lannister. I never give anything. (laughs) R.R. Martin character. (laughs) Uh, Next week looks like, as as is typical with the seasons, episodes eight or nine, there's always the big stuff, and then episodes ten is a little bit of housekeeping. Yep. Preparing for the next season. I still feel as though... Here's, here's the one thing, again, the opening of this show featured White Walkers preparing to destroy the, oh, the world. talking about the series, right? The, yeah, the episode yeah, one. The, the episode one of the series had mm-hmm. White Walkers, yeah. and they have still not reached the wall. If they don't reach the wall by the end of the season, I'm going to be pissed. Hold on. 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 Hold on.